Good evening. And as always, thank you for watching. And I pray tonight that you have been able to enjoy the day, that uh, you have been able to study the Bible, pray, um, share your faith, um, relax, go to work, whatever God has asked of you today. I pray that... Uh, the Lord's been with you, and uh, because He has, whether or not you would believe that or know for sure, uh, whether you're on the highest of mountains or the lowest of valleys tonight, uh, God is with you. I think sometimes it's easy to think that God has forgotten about us in our times of need and times of discouragement, but God hasn't forgot about you or your situation, or your need. And if you and I um, <clears throat> uh, have been with us uh, through this study of Esther, you know that the Jewish people were facing overwhelming odds. Everything was stacked against them other than they had God on their side. And God had raised up a young lady by the name of Esther for a special time as this. And if you remember, Haman was a man who wanted to eradicate the Jews. He hated Mordecai, but he didn't know that Esther was a Jew. And he had went home, if you remember, to his family and friends and was um, blessed and had all these things, but yet it wasn't enough. And we looked last night about pride and surrounding yourself with wicked people and and how eventually your pride and your um, covetousness will ruin you. And we looked at Haman had decided to build gallows for Mordecai to be hung on. And tonight I want to show you and talk to you that no matter the odds that you're facing, whether your spiritual battle is a mess, whether your health battle is not going the way you want it to, whether you are emotionally as low as you could be tonight, that God can turn it around, that God is with you. And I want to start here in verse 1 of chapter 6. So the very night that Haman had the gallows built to kill Mordecai, I want you to listen to what the Bible says. That night, the king could not sleep. So one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles, and they were read before the king. Now, I don't believe the king couldn't sleep because he ate too much spicy food and had indigestion. I don't believe that the king couldn't sleep because his bed wasn't comfortable. I don't believe the king couldn't sleep because he'd um, stayed up too late or when it got up to eight late. No, I believe that this king could not sleep because God wanted to show him something. God was being involved in this situation. And so many times as a Christian, we don't think of the little things that God does. That night that you can't sleep, but you pray for your loved one. That friend that you took for granted, that, that blessing that came in a disguise. The flat tire on the way to work kept you from that 
37 car pileup. We don't think about things like that, but what we see here is the king couldn't sleep. And God can use something as simple and as annoying as a sleepless night. God can use something as simple as the encouraging word of a child. God can use something as faithful as the promise that heaven is your home if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. God works in the simplest of things. Look what it goes on to say, but what does that matter? So the king says, bring me the book of the records, all the things that has gone on in the kingdom. And look what it says in verse 2. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Big Thana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. If you remember, there were two people who were going to sneak attack and kill the king. I think it's very fitting that we're studying this because last night, the president of Haiti was murdered, was assassinated in his home. And his wife is in very critical condition. And so we've seen it throughout human history, the assassination attempt on presidents and the assist assassination attempt on senators and governors and congressmen and in, in third world countries, uh, uh, military takeovers. And, and that's what was happening here. But it was written that Mordecai had heard the plan and told the proper people and the king's life was spared. So the first thing I want you to know is God can use the simplest of moments to get involved like a sleepless night. And God can use the simplest of actions like listening. You see, friends, I believe we miss so much of what God wants to do in our life and the word that he wants us to hear because we just can't stop talking. Whether that's in a marriage where two people talk but don't listen, whether that's at work where people only stop talking long enough for you to finish, whether that's at church when my opinions and beliefs becomes more important than you and what God says. It happens everywhere. You watch it in politics. You watch it on the news. But I believe the number one way that you can do something that simplifies your life and allows you to hear from God and to be put in positions of being blessed is to just shut up. I know I shouldn't say that word, but I am telling you God's people need to speak less about things that don't matter and listen more. Listen to that elderly family member who is struggling. Listen to that friend who's lost their wife. And listen to how they're really doing, how they're really struggling. We're so busy, we don't listen to people. But Mordecai was just listening and overheard that the king was going to be assassinated. And he used that simple thing, that simple task of listening and save the king's life. God worked in the simple moments of a sleepless night. God worked in the simple actions of listening. 
and listen to how God intervened. Then the king said, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servants who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. So the king said, Who is in the court? So the king says, Who's out here that can do what I want them to do? And listen to how God works. Now Haman, the man that hates Mordecai, had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest that the king hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. And the king's servant said to him, Haman is here, standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in. Now I want you to hear the significance of this. Haman came to have Mordecai killed, and God had Haman there to have to honor Mordecai. I'm going to stop right there tonight because we're out of time. But I want you to hear this tonight. No matter who is scheming against you, and there are people scheming against you, no matter who is trying to undermine your marriage, and there is somebody that's got googly eyes for your wife or your husband, no matter how broken you think they are, there's somebody. No matter how bad people's talking about your church or about you, God knows. God knew that Haman was going to walk into that room at that time. God knew to wake up the king at just the right time. God showed them exactly what to read at just the right time. And the king says, how are we going to honor Mordecai? And the man who hated him more than anyone on the planet comes walking through the door. And friends, I'm going to be honest with you. The spiritual side of us says, Lord, you just heap those hot coals on our enemy's head. But the Jake Gray, the flesh says, nah, 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 boo, boo. <laughs> it's about time they got what's coming to them. But friends, you shouldn't be that way and neither should I. We shouldn't rejoice in the suffering of others even when they're out to get us. But I want you to hear this tonight. Friends, whatever people say about you, trust that God can turn it around. Whatever people are doing to scheme and hurt you, God has not turned a blind eye. And we're going to look over the next couple of weeks about one of my favorite things. How when you and I are faithful, God will raise us up. But those who pride and scheme and backbite, God will bring them to ruin. And so friends, when it seems hard, when it seems like you can't go anymore, when it seems like the whole world is out to get you, remember, God might have somebody else awake that night. God might be sharing with someone else the truth of what happened. <laughs> and God might be setting up your fiercest enemy to humble them and to bring them to their knees. That's the God that we serve. Make sure that you're the Mordecai in this story tonight and not the Haman. And friends, we can all be the Haman. We can all be wicked. We can all be conniving. We can all be disloyal. We can all be a gossiper. We all can. But thankful for Jesus that he can forgive us, love us. And when we're on the enemy's radar, <laughs> we know the man who has our defense. 
And so as always, I pray that God will bless you and be with you. I pray that you continue to pray for those viewers of ours that are struggling, that are hurting. Continue to pray for our church. We're full blast this week helping the community through our kids and youth and, and just being blessed but busy. And so if I can help you in any way, please let us know. It might take me some time to get back to you, but know that you are loved and prayed for no matter what you're going through. May God richly bless you as you love and serve Him.